it's time to stand up or shut up. With your hosts, Chris and Jen, this is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. Happy Wednesday, guys. Welcome back. Let's go. Episode 13. LFG. This is going to be a good one, I feel. I really do. Yeah, pretty. This is going to be another one of our pretty chill ones, just kind of on the fly. Um, but I think it's going to be a fun episode. So excited to get into it. Yeah. So uh, kicking things off, I just wanted to uh, give a reminder out to our meetup that's happening July 14th at Dorney Park. So we hope to see you there. And yeah, that we can get, uh, we'll send out reminders and stuff. So you won't forget. Trust me. Yes, everyone come ride talent with me. Yep. We'll try to do a whole podcast train takeover. So let's go. LFG. LFG. Only on talent, though. Yep. <laughs> Maybe possess. I'm feeling nice to Chris. Yeah. Just once. One time. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> LFG, guys. LFG. <laughs> uh, but I think that this is even like more fun but i mean no no i'm not gonna say that because our podcast meetup is gonna be the bomb um but yeah i mean wildcats all over the news let's just say it let's let's get the cat out of the bag wildcats revenge is the biggest story in the community right now yeah i think so um i think so the people that have written it so far have it ranked pretty high and have it like yeah, I'm hearing very good things. I'm hearing very good things about the pacing, which makes me so excited. Yeah, yeah. So it opened to king size pass holders, I believe, as of the recording. I think it was today. Is that right? As in, this is Tuesday or was it Monday? Monday. Okay. Yeah, so it opened yesterday. Okay. And then uh, we have media day coming up on uh, Thursday. So when you're hearing this, it'll be tomorrow. We'll be riding Wildcats Revenge. Yes. Yeah, I might be riding it Wednesday night. Ooh. But nice. I'm not sure. I have to um don't hold me to that, people <laughs> who are listening to this, because I'm actually not super sure if I'm gonna make it up to Hershey the night before. Um, but I do have a time for Wednesday night to get on Wildcat. So Yeah. I can't wait. I can't it's wait. already speeding up so much from like the first rides and the first test runs that we saw to like by by even the end of the day on Monday, it was already speeding up so much. It makes me extremely excited for this ride. Yeah. And uh, I think, you know, in a little in a little bit, we'll have more we can we'll go over uh, about Hershey Park and in a hole and and all that stuff coming up. But uh, uh, we also wanted to shout out coaster crew the coaster crew goes wildcat at hershey park on july 15th so it'll be the day after our meetup at dorney we're all going to be at hershey again for coaster crew event yeah if you guys aren't um these are the next two things are a little bit of plugs but you guys if you guys aren't um part of a coaster um club and are interested in joining one um both coaster crew and buzz bars are great clubs to join both of them this brings us to our next um, event to kind of shout out and um, yeah, to talk about super duper stumble is coming in September as well. So you can easily do both of those events. Both of them are I'm sure are going to be great events. Um, 
both of them have put on some pretty good events. I've only been to one um, Buzz Bar event. Um, they seem to be a lot more candid and a lot more chill. Um, but Coaster Crew events, um, I've been to, I'm saying um, a lot. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I've been to plenty of them, and they're always a good time. Tim does an amazing job at organizing them, making sure everything is taken care of. Um, very well worth it. So July 15th for the Coaster Crew event, and Super Duper Stumble is um 9 23 and 24 so i'm looking forward to both of them and hopefully we see some of you guys there yeah this will be uh i'll be going to both as well it'll be so this will be my first coaster crew and buzz bars event so it'll be both at the same park but still i can't wait because it seems like a, a lot of fun i see all the videos and stuff on youtube of everybody just having a blast so i am excited to partake yeah, I think it'll be super fun. And the fact that there are two Hershey events this year, to me, that's just super exciting because Hershey is one of my favorite parks. I just, they have such a good, like, I I say that all the time, I say that they probably have one of my favorite coaster collections in most of the country, like, uh, obviously, other than, like, Iowa. Um, but when it comes to a coaster collection, they have such a great collection of coasters as well as just the park is fun. It's It has like theme, charm, good food, awesome snacks, because you're at Hershey, some bomb chocolate margaritas, no, chocolate martinis. <laughs> um, it's just a fantastic park. So the fact that we have two different coaster um, clubs putting on two separate events, it's going to be super exciting. I'm very hyped for it. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. And um I was going to ask since this is their their uh, the the events are on weekends. Um, what is the likelihood of like getting all the credits on a weekend there? It's definitely doable. Um, it's definitely doable. If it's a really busy weekend, you're going to have a couple that are a little harder. So um, right offhand, comment. I feel like is usually a longer line when it's a very busy weekend and laugh track, like just go in knowing you're probably not going to do laugh track. Cause they're, it is like the slowest moving line in the world. And it like, it always has a super long line. I didn't ride laugh track for like years after it opened. Cause it was just always packed. And then when I think I finally wrote it in September of last year, and I'm pretty sure we waited like 45 minutes for it on like yeah. a dead night. I'm wondering if the the credit barrage that I might have to go on might have to be after media day on a Thursday. So hopefully that'll be a lot easier to get all those. Yeah, it really depends on if they have like the music kids there and stuff. Yeah. Um, if they're all there, you might still run into the same thing. But other than laugh track... Other than Laugh Track and Comet, sometimes Super Duper Looper, it's not, it's typically pretty manageable. I will say though, like if honestly, those are, those credits are worth skipping. Like if you're, if you're doing a credit run, like I get it. But if your options are to do that credit run or get on Stormrunner and Skyrush an extra time, like yeah. don't go and do Laugh Track and 
Super duper looper you should do. Every single person ever should do super duper looper. I'm never going to say skip that one. Definitely take the time to wait in that line. But comment and laugh track, like, no. Get another ride on Stormrunner. Get another ride on um, Skyrush. Yeah. And I've always heard that Fahrenheit has a terrible line, too. I don't want to get into, like, our discussion point too soon. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll save that then. Hold we're we're going to save Fahrenheit um, talk. But Fahrenheit does actually typically have a long line. But not, like, I, I would say, like, watch it throughout the day. It's one of those lines that it kind of fluctuates throughout the day. Like, sometimes it's really bad, and sometimes it's, like, one or two switchbacks. Nothing crazy. Gotcha. Okay. Well, uh, we'll get into some of those details a little later. Um, but in, a, in some other news that we have, uh, there's some coasters that are now open to or or not open to the public, uh, starting with uh, what a nightmare that was. Zambezi Zinger. Yeah. Shout out to Worlds of Fun for letting people know the day before that their coaster was going to be delayed. Oh, my God. <sighs> I mean, shame if they knew it wasn't going to be open before then, because that sucks. That's a lot of people traveling for now, no reason. I mean, yeah. obviously, but uh, I mean, s s part of me is like, if they didn't know until that moment, they were like, oh my God, something happened. And like, what else could we do? I understand that it sucks a lot, but if they knew before that, that's bad on them. Yeah, but I feel like, I feel like what's fishy to me about it is that, like, it didn't really have an opening date. And it didn't, like, I I feel like there was no information. And then all of a sudden they were like, guys, Memorial Day weekend, like, a week or two before. Like, wasn't that announced right before? Yeah, I would I would say, I would think that this might be a Cedar Fair model now because that happened with Grizzly, too, right? Hey, we're yeah. going to open tomorrow. <laughs> I just feel like it was so crazy that they announced the opening so close to the opening. Like, I feel like if you're going to announce the opening that close to the opening, like, that shit better be ready. Yeah. Sorry. I was going to say, that was, that's, that's just going to leave a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I also didn't even process this until right this minute. But anyone who changed their flights only had, like... Anyone who flew there, planned a trip there for the opening, they only had like a couple weeks notice because of how late they announced it. So they already probably paid pretty crazy prices to be yep. there. And then, yeah, I don't know. I really hope that it was like some freak accident. Like, I really do. But, oh, yeah, that was not, that's not a good look. Uh, well, what is a good look is Pipeline. Yeah, um, Pipeline opening without issue. Come on, SeaWorld! <laughs> I dig it. And the more and more I watch people writing it, the more and more I feel like that could possibly be in the running for my, my favorite B&M because that looks like a lot of fun. It looks like a lot of fun, and it's so unique. You're not yeah. going to get that experience anywhere else, and it's so cool. Yeah, just... I just can't wait to experience, and I've said this before, the standing, floating airtime. <laughs> That's just got to feel so crazy. Yeah, it's going to be 
a really cool one. I'm overly hyped to do that one too. Yeah. And then last but not least, uh, and pipeline is open by the way, that's open to the public now, correct? Pipeline. Yeah. Yes. Pipeline yeah. is open to the public. I believe it opened on the 27th. Okay. So it's been a couple days. Um, so go get your rides if you're in Orlando. Um, and if you're in Williamsburg, Virginia, you can go to Dark Coaster. Yeah, but expect to wait from what I have been seeing. People are waiting like two and a half, three hours um, in order to get on Dark Coaster, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. Like, that's kind of nuts in that park. Yeah. Um, but good for them. Like, that's awesome for them. It's pool, It has that much of a pool that people are waiting that long. Good for them. Yeah, I mean, like we've discussed in the past, it's their only indoor ride. So, I mean, you have probably a lot of the general public. Is that It's open to the public, right? I believe it's open yes. to the public now. It um, opened on the 19th? Okay. So the it's 19th. been open for a little while. And then I feel like it's probably a big GP draw. That's my guess. Oh, yeah. And there's all the people that loved... Um, what was it called like escape from dark castle before yeah. mm -hmm. um there's so many people that loved that attraction and the facade and everything about it that i feel like they're you're not only getting these people that love roller coasters going but i think you're getting a lot of the general public that loved dark coaster as the or dark castle in the mm -hmm. original form that now wants to experience it yeah so yeah good on good on uh bush gardens it seems like you have a hit there definitely uh, with the family style type of attraction. So. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be so much more accessible for the average person and the average family. Um, and again, families that have been going there time and time again, they're, it's more accessible for people who loved dark castle. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, I think since, uh, we are going to uh, be going to a media day event at Hershey. Um, we should just kind of talk about Hershey a little bit. Yeah. So this was actually, um, this was actually one that we pulled from the questions and we're thinking that it's going to be really fun to have me discuss this this week. And then next week, we're going to have Chris do his take on it because he will have all of the Hershey credits. Hopefully. Hopefully all of them. Hopefully all of them. He'll have all the important ones. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, so let's just kick this off. So this is what, Jen, you are going to be answering it this week. And that question comes from, and this whole discussion here is going to come from Josh from Station Weight. And he asks, please rant about a ride of your choice at Hershey Park that you think is overrated. And I have a feeling I might know what that's going to be. Yeah, if I didn't give this away, the way that I responded with your question earlier in the episode, Fahrenheit is the biggest load of intimate garbage. It's the only intimate I've ever gotten on where I'm like, this ride is fucking awful. It's so bad. Oh, no. <laughs> it is so awful. I hate it with everything in my being. So what you're saying is 
you're going to ride it when I'm there in a couple days, right? I will ride it once and then we will talk about how awful it is and then we won't ride it anymore. It is like the most uncomfortable piece of junk. The lift hill is uncomfortable. The whole entire time you're grayed out so bad you can't figure out what's going on. It gives me such a headache. It's such a load of horseshit. Why does it always have a line? So is it like, is it rough? Is that what it is? Or is it just the forces? It's the forces. Like those, it's so uncomfortable. Like I literally gray out the whole entire time. I don't have any idea what is happening that whole ride. And when I get off, I almost always have a headache. Damn. Well, I mean, got to do it for the credit once. And yeah, as much they, as I love Intamin, I know that they've had their their duds. So uh <laughs> Yeah. Um it's the um Brandon from Lamps and Coasters, he likes it, so he'll say differently and he okay. enjoys it. I think it's a load of garbage. Well, um, I can't wait to you know experience the uh, is this the it's the only coaster like that from Intamin, right? There's not one anywhere else. No, I don't think so. Um, it also is the only coaster in the world to feature a Norwegian loop. Yeah, which I wouldn't be able to tell you anything about because the moment that you hit that first drop, you don't see a fucking thing. <laughs> just gray. You just it's see just gray. gray the whole time. It's gray and wanting to kill yourself. Oh no! Wow, that was aggressive. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> It's <laughs> getting a little too dark for a rant. <laughs> so is it like it's on the verge of being the euthanasia coaster? That's what you're saying, right? It's like <laughs> it's close. And I've even like the last time I not the last time, but I went the last time I rode it in September of last year. I like I don't know if anyone here, I'm sure some of you have heard me talk about this, but um weirdly enough when you drink alcohol you gray out less um and it thins out like it thins out your blood so apparently your blood like flows a little freer um so most people think like as long as you have a good stomach if you're drinking alcohol and riding rides like you the rides don't really hit you as bad. Like they're not as uncomfortable to ride. So you can rewrite a lot more. You can do whatever. And so I drank like a handful of beers before getting on this. And I still got off it, like not remembering a single thing. And I was like that. I just drank like four beer beers at Trogues and two martinis. And I still got off of this, like not knowing what was happening. That's it's insane. I don't even like, I don't gray out like that on Iron Gwazi. I don't gray out like I did not gray out like that on I three hundred five, yeah. and definitely not as sustained. It's it's awful. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, I, I know a lot of people do talk about graying out and whatnot on that first turn after I three hundred five. I didn't, so um, yeah, it'll be interesting to kind of compare that now. Yeah, I grayed out. My second ride on I-305, my sober ride on I-305, I grayed out. But the one that I had a couple drinks before, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, so, it definitely, like, I, I don't know. It's not It's not good. Yeah. It's really not good. It was, like, the world's steepest coaster, I think, for, like, a day. Yeah. Um, 
Is it your least favorite credit in the park? Let me think about it. Um, I mean, obviously you have probably kitty coasters, but I don't want to count. I would. No, oh, oh no, Coal Crusher, whatever it's called. I don't know. Coco Cruiser. Coco Cruiser. Coco Cruiser was so much fun. Me and Bryant from Coaster365 got that credit. I made him drink at Trogues with me and then get on the kitty coaster at Hershey Park. And it was so much fun. And Sarah and Taylor were just like filming us. They were just like, you guys are so stupid. And we're like in our own trains with all these kids. <laughs> And we waited like we waited like five trains to get on to. Like we waited in line. I mean, you have to do it, right? You got to do it. If you can it get was, on that credit, you got to do it. It was so much fun. Um, what would I say? My least favorite credit? No, actually, I think I have not done the boomerang since it's been changed to Jolly Rancher Remix. So I've heard really good things, but that was my, before the change, that would probably be my worst credit in the park. And it has, it has one of the new trains with the vest restraints, right? I think so. I haven't been on it yet. I believe yeah. it got new trains and it got painted. Um, so as long as the main thing was just like, it was really rough. Like, yeah. and Vacoma rough is like a whole new level of rough. Yeah. Um, it was just really rough and uncomfortable. It was kind of fun, but it was just a little too uncomfortable. So in I I can't speak for the new trains and stuff, but yeah. um, I just want to go back to I feel like there should be a ride called Coal Crusher because that sounds fun. <laughs> it does sound fun, right? I feel like I had to have um Coal Crusher. Coming in 2024. <laughs> Come crush your coal. Wait, Coal Crusher? Coal Crusher is the name of a ride at Hershey Park. It is the um, log plume. I was like, I know. I know Coal Crusher is something. Also, we have to ride the log the log plume because it's so good. They have one of my log favorite plume. log plumes. Yeah, I was to say, I love log plumes, so I'm, I'm down for that. Um... What was I else I was going to say? Uh, I don't remember. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I really can't wait to get there. Um, and really just... Hopefully, I, I hope that... And this is going to sound crazy, but I hope Lightning Racer actually races. Is it going to race? Do they always race? I honestly have not been on that ride in years. Yeah. Um. No, because it's like, it's just a standard wooden coaster. I, the last time I was on it, which was probably in high school, it raced. <laughs> <laughs> that was like 10 years ago. 13, oh, goodness. 12 years well, ago. This is going to be fun. I can't wait. And I can't wait to ride as many as I can to then see what I feel like is the most overrated one there. Yeah, I can't wait for us to come back to this next week and for... um chris to just be like yeah fahrenheit is the biggest load of garbage yeah i'm telling you it's like the only intamin that i am like no uh-uh so is it highly rated though is is fahrenheit in high regard to where it could be overrated because i feel like it's not I talked think... about as much whenever i talk about how awful it is people argue me on it yeah i so... mean i mean 
Me. I'm thinking if I'm thinking of the park with uh, Storm Runner, um, Sky Rush, Candemonium, and like the big big coasters there that that I feel like if I had to choose one like early guess for overrated, uh, can I say this? Am I allowed to give an early estimate of what? Yeah, I let's think? give a. You can do whatever you want. It's your podcast. I feel like. I feel like the overrate. I feel like it might be Candemonium. Oh, I could. I mean, I could see it for the. I could see it knowing that the average enthusiast does not find Candemonium to be that good. Candemonium is arguably my favorite hyper. So, yeah. but I will say it's my favorite hyper in the winter. In the summer, Mako trumps it. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's why I was trying to compare because I live where I can ride Diamondback all the time, which is in high regard in the community. So it's kind of it'll be interesting because this Intimidator at Carowinds doesn't hold a flame to Diamondback. So this will be interesting to get another B and M hyper under the belt because I only have those two right now. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So uh, and you have. Ones that I don't have. Wait, right. what was the other one you said? You had? Just Diamondback. Oh, I thought you said you you have two, and I was like, well, okay. You didn't write Intimidator at Carowinds. Oh no. Okay. So I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I was right. <laughs> and, then, and then there's Magnum, but no one gives a shit about that coaster. No, we're so. talking about B and M's. I hope he's a drunk. <laughs> uh. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting. That's why I have I have one of the I would say one of the top ranked BM hypers to go up against Candemonium, which is the newest BM hyper here. So um yes, I don't I feel like I don't hear like with all the ones that I've written, I don't hear Diamond talk Diamondback talked about as much. With like people that have written the same ones I've written, yeah. But but again, I don't like this one's pretty up in the air because people either love or hate candy, and I feel like the majority of people do not like candy. I think it's I, I think it's the best B and M hyper. Be, mm -hmm. like that and Mako, they switch. They they literally switch depending on the time of year. Yeah. Um, but if that trim doesn't hit, oh my gosh, Candy's trim hits really hard. Um, but if it doesn't hit, it's such a beautiful BM hyper. Yeah. I was gonna say something about Orion being a hyper, but it's it's <laughs> it's not. <laughs> because I just gotta I gotta give it to if you consider this, if you consider Orion a hyper, even though it's not, the speed hill on Orion is perfection. And that's my favorite moment on a on any B and M. So I can't wait for you to get there to try that one. I know we're talking about Hershey, but still. Yeah. If know. you go into it thinking that it's a hyper, it's a lot better. So you're saying it's a shit giga, is what you're saying. It's definitely my least favorite for sure. Okay, I'll go into it thinking it's a hyper. Yeah, but anyway, um, back to Hershey. But uh, yeah, oh. I, I'm. Go ahead. No, please continue. <laughs> what were you gonna say? 
I'm literally like ADHD backtracking um, because you were asking like, you asked like, does it count as being overrated? Because like, that's how we just got into that. Yeah. But I never really answered that. So this one has to be the most like overrated one because Sky Rush is hyped up, but it deserves it. Mm-hmm. Candy, I don't really think is hyped up, but it deserves love. And Stormrunner deserves all the love that it gets. And of course, Super Duper Looper does. If anyone ever talks trash on Super Duper Looper, I'm throwing fists. That's a Schwarzkopf, isn't it? Yes, it is. And it is the most beautiful Schwarzkopf. I only have one under my belt credit from them. So I'll be excited to get on another one. Honestly, this one's going to ruin you. Like, it's it's by far the best Schwarzkopf. (laughs) I've I've heard many people say that it's awesome. That and Comet. I don't, I don't like Comet, but that's also because I don't really like wooden coasters. Yeah. Um, but I do also really love janky Schwarzkopf, but like if the jankiness and the fact that you're going to like smack your face on a support isn't what you love about Schwarzkopf, then you'll absolutely adore Super Duper Leaper. It's so smooth for a Schwarzkopf. Like it's so good. Yeah. And the, and the Schwarzkopf the credit that I have was not a looper. It was Wildcat at cedar point back in the day so oh man yeah oh yeah so this is gonna like way oh i'm so excited for you (laughs) guys i'm most excited for chris to ride yes i can't wait for the flying snake dive that's what i'm most looking forward to i think i just said super duper looper (laughs) (laughs) no but actually i am super excited storm runner but yeah. super duper looper is up there as well that yeah. is like can i have two zero coasters because it's definitely talent and super duper looper i gotcha so josh from station weight also had has told me that something about a magic seat on sky rush there's a magic seat um i was told that too but i don't remember what it is and honestly i don't think there's a bad seat on sky rush i hope to do one of the wing seats Oh, yeah, like you do have to, especially for your first ride, you have to do a wing seat. Um, It is very like the layout of those wing seats are very weird because I was saying this the last time I was there, like you feel alone, which is very weird. Like it's just a very odd feeling Um, because it's not like a B&M wing coaster where you have two and two and you're next to each other, like because you're stepped back unless you're in those middle seats, like on the wings, you just feel alone. And it's like, it's just very weird. Yeah. Um, but it's such a good, no matter what seat you get and no matter what, I, I think it's absolutely fantastic. It does murder your thighs, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the murdering of your thighs is very worth it. Yeah. I can't wait. And it's funny that, cause this is like, this was always been one of my bucket list parks to get to. And then now this year, I'll end up going there at like four times. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a lot of driving, but it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's. I'm so excited that you're going get to get to go there. I really think you're going to enjoy it. It's One, it has a million intimins, which is great. Not a million, but they have some really good intimins. And it's just such a good coaster. I can't wait for you to do the Chocolate World thing, too. Like the yeah. Chocolate Tour. Mm-hmm. You have to do that. Is that different than what we did? Oh, shoot. We did the chocolate tour. 
I forgot we went to Hershey. Yeah, we, yep. That chocolatier had some chocolate stuff there before our tour with Dorney behind the scenes. Yes, I forgot, guys. I'm great. Um, <laughs> I yeah. Mean, really, I think I'm most excited about the uh, wild mouse there. <laughs> Where? I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. At Hershey. I was like, after I just talked a bunch of shit on Laugh Track. Well, they have two, don't they? Two Wild Mouse coasters. Oh, do they have a standard one, too? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure over by Wildcat. Wasn't there like a dead end? There was just Wild Mouse over there. Oh, they do. You're right. I always forget it exists. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Hopefully it's better than Wild Mouse at Cedar Point. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder if Taylor and Sarah got on that today because it's been up and down and up and down. I don't know, but the other day I saw someone Snapchatted me a picture where it was like, this just isn't operating today. Yeah, well, it evac'd people again off the lift hill and off the first break run or something like that. Not to get off subject, but yeah, we all know we've mentioned it many times. Zamperla and Cedar Point might be <laughs> probably giving Cedar Fair a headache right now. Yeah, as long as I can see that cat's fat ass. Yeah, if they if they tear down that coaster, eventually just save the cat ass and put it somewhere else. Maybe on New Dragster. You just at the top of the spike, you run right into a cat ass. <laughs> top thrill talent with the cat ass at the top. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cat ass talent. Let's go. Yeah, cat ass talent. <laughs> That's amazing. Top, can it, is it getting too long? Top thrill, cat ass talon. Top thrill, cat ass talon. <laughs> head back, keep your head back. <laughs> oh, oh my God, we got to move on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to these questions now. Let's go to questions before Jen says shit. That's way not okay. <laughs> All uh, right. Yeah, you go first. You take it. All right. So first we have Miku. He says, um, what is the best event of the year? I've only done a couple. Uh, so my choices are slim right now. But my, now I go with Coaster Stock at Kings Island because that is awesome. Yeah, I feel like that's a really good one. I have yet to be to any, like, giant events um so i only have smaller ones to go off of and i really like coaster cruise um virginia is for coaster lovers event that they do every year um yeah i just i really like that uh, that event we it's kind of chill like there's not um i don't want to say like there's not that much because we definitely do a lot, but there's some really good tours that you get to see in those events, and you get two really good parks in two days with a bunch of other people. Um, yeah, I think that one might be my favorite event, but I, again, I'm pretty new to coaster clubs and everything, probably, like, definitely post-pandemic, so, yeah, I could very well be wrong. <laughs> Is that later in the year or did that already happen? Um, so last year it was in August. Um, the year before, I think it was November. So it happens pretty late in the year. 
and you get to go to King's Dominion and Bush Gardens Williamsburg. So it's a pretty good, um, a good time. And if you are part of Coaster Crew, if you were there last year, that was um, me and Ahsoka were there. Ahsoka wore the GoPro and Coaster Studios released a video um, of what she got to look at all day at the park, which was super fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was taken at that event. Yeah, I uh, hopefully, you know, if it's late, I think if as long as it's after September with the Hershey one with Buzz Bars, hopefully I can go to that as well. If it'd be, it'd be nice to do. I think I can't wait to get back to King's Dominion, especially if they do an I-305 tour. Yeah, last year we were supposed to do an I-305 tour. So this was my only complaint about the whole event, but it was nothing to do with like anyone involved with the event. Um, so we did get to do a tour of like their backstage building with like all of their decorations for all the different events and we got to tour a haunted house but then we were supposed to do a walk back tour of i305 and it was supposed to be like one of the first ones they ever really did mm -hmm. and right as we were about to do it i305 was down um and they didn't know like their they said that their maintenance crew just asked that because of all the trucks and everything that we're going to be backstage while they're trying to figure out what was going on and get it back up they yeah. didn't want to have the tour going through so they unfortunately had to cancel the walk back tour um so hopefully that means this year the walk back tour is going to be something we get to do because an i305 walk back tour will be so good yeah i would have to say so because I would definitely try to get there if I, I don't know if I, if they would know beforehand or not, but. Yeah, we did know beforehand, but it just, when we got there, they canceled it. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let me take a look here. We are on a question from F Flight of Taylor. Uh, she asked, who is your favorite defunct Chuck E. Cheese animatronic. Are you familiar with Chuck E. Cheese? I am familiar with Chuck E. Cheese. However, I don't know any of their names other than Chuck E. Cheese. Um, I have to look it up, but the cute little bird. I love her. Her name is Helen Henny. How did you know this? Did I you have it pulled up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I the name of Real strange photos of like half dead animatronics while I'm looking this up. This is a really like this is nightmare inducing. Yeah, some of them are very scary, and I don't know how as a child <laughs> you weren't scared of them. Yeah, like they're very oh my gosh, I'm getting some really scary stuff. But my answer is Helen Henny. Mm -hmm. uh, how about you? Mine is gonna be the the dude behind the keyboard, Mr. Munch. <laughs> Mr. Munch. Yeah, I don't know what it is about him with that keyboard. When I was little, I just that keyboard lit up and everything, and I was like, "That's so cool." But then, then I was scared of the rest of them. So, <laughs> as they pop out of their curtain. Yeah, they're horrifying. Yeah, I actually do remember being kind of scared of them. Um, but looking back, I think I, if I chose, I would definitely choose Helen Henny. Yeah. Yep. So uh, yeah. Oh, hold on. There's the dog, right? Yeah. Uh, shoot. What was his name? Jasper. Yep. Yep. I might be changing my answer. I can't remember what he looked like. Um. 
Oh man, the one with the oh, I do, I do love him. I think it's still the hen though. He's scary looking. Yeah, Jasper T. Jowls <laughs> and Pasquale. Oh my God, he was always weird looking too. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with um, Helen Henny, but there you go. That's a good question. It was a good question. Now I'm trying to find my document. All right, I found it. Oh my gosh. I don't even know how to answer this one because I know Cedar Kev is messing with me. Cedar Kev said, what is talent at Dorney Park? I keep hearing it mentioned, but I'm not sure what a talent is or why it is some place called De 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 Dorney Park. Well, um, talent at Dorney Park is the best BNM member. I thought it was a bird that kind of just lived at the park. <laughs> I don't find this funny, guys. It's just a random bird. It's so just maybe a random bird. It has, yeah, there's just, just nests all over defunct coasters that are still standing there. <laughs> just kidding. That's Helen at Dorney Park, guys. Helen at Dorney Park. Cedar Kev, we'll see you at Dorney Park July 14th. He said he will be there, so come hang out with all of us. Yes, yeah, Cedar Kev. I'm so excited. Yep. Okay. Um, we like flipped these questions. We should have asked these an opposite. I'm going to uh, ask this one. Yeah, go ahead. You can do it. So Post said, Chris, we need to get you out to Lake Compounds and show you that Boulder Dash is a better night ride than the Beast. Mystic Timbers is also a better night ride, but everyone gives me shit for that opinion. All right, sir. Uh, so I would love to come out to Lake Compounds as soon as possible. So we'll make that happen eventually. Have you been on Boulder Dash tonight? No, I've only been, I went with Bryant, Coaster365, to Lake Compounds. And Boulder Dash, that was like the end of the season last year in October, where the foliage was like beautiful. And Boulder Dash went, like Boulder Dash was shut down for the rest of the season. And like no warning on their sites, no nothing. Um, so I got to look at Boulder Dash, but I never got to ride it. I have a, a I I know that there's a lot of opinions out there with what's a great night ride. Um, it'll be it'll be tough, man, to beat Beast at night because you know you're back in those woods where it's pitch black for a long, long time. Uh, plus the helix. I mean, the helix on Beast is one of my favorite favorite like moments on any coaster. Um, yeah, Mystic Timbers is a good night ride as well. So. Yeah, we'll see how it, we'll see. One of these days, we'll get down there. I'll, I'll let you know when I go, so you can get there too. Yeah, I I need to experience Boulder Dash night, but also I um, have you ridden a Skyrocket too? Tempesto. Okay, so you'll get to ride Phobia Fear Coaster, and that is the best Skyrocket too. Yeah, I had a terrible time on Topesta, so that uh, uh, if it's any better, that's a good thing. It's so good. I think it's, if I remember, it's only one train, not the two. I'm 90% sure that's the case. It's only the one train, and then it doesn't have comfort collars, and it is incredible. It's so free. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be a little nervous only because when I rode Tempesto, I practically 
blacked out a little bit because I was dehydrated. So I didn't know if it was because of that or if it's just the forces of the ride. So I'll be, it'll be interesting, but I'm definitely going to do it. So. Yeah. That yeah, second launch on, that up, up to the top, that just it, for whatever reason, when I hit that and I went up that, whatever it is up to the top, I, I, I like grayed out hardcore. And I think it was just because I was super dehydrated. Oh yeah. Um, that could do it. That'll do yeah. it. Yeah, I'm excited to drink water and then experience these rides in a good in a good way. <laughs> yes, you have to because they're like they're really so good. Yeah, and I like the Skyrocket One at Kennywood, but yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited for you to experience it because it is so good compared to Tempesto. It's just like I was not expecting it at all and it just was like it was very high up there for me um their wooden coaster is trash though but yeah what is, is what is it I, I just said big shock oh okay so uh post had a another question um and that and he asks what is the coaster community's obsession with blink 182 it seems like everyone in the community worships them they were never my thing uh, I was always into much heavier shit. If I wanted some pop punk, give me some Paramore instead. Um, I know that you'll like the Paramore thing. I dig Paramore. Uh, a lot of the older stuff more than the newer stuff, though. Um, I haven't listened. To be fair, I haven't listened to it. Um, I thought, uh, let's see, going off to, to Blink, I mean... You can't really go wrong with Blink-182 if you ask me. I mean, I grew up listening to that stuff. It, it got me into playing drums because you know, I was like, oh, my God, I want to be Travis Barker. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they are kind of big in the community now. I think about it like El Toro Ryan loves them. There's oh, what's his, his name is Jack. He always has a Blink-182 shirt and he rides Iron Gwazi more than anyone else ever. Oh, uh, no, um, Kaylin. Kaylin, why did I say Jack? Because I think his Twitter is like Jack Taurus from yeah. The Shining. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny because literally right before this episode, I think that I was responding to Kaylin. Yeah. In a message. Yeah, I um, saw him with a picture with him wearing a blank shirt with El Toro Ryan, and I commented on that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just they're a lot of fun. If you see them in concert, they talk a lot of uh, a, a lot of stuff about penises and dick jokes and all kinds of shit. So uh, as a as a young adolescent, that was funny as shit. So my gosh. Yeah, um, I can't give you an answer for this one either post. I I'm not obsessed with Blink-182. Like I, I do agree. Give me some Paramore over Blink-182, but I do like Blink-182 a lot. And and uh, another thing, Post, I am also way more into the heavier shit nowadays. So, yeah. Give me all the breakdowns you want, but then give me a side of Blink-182. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, moving on. Then we have Park Visions. He said, what coaster has helped you want to get on more coasters and love coasters. Man, this is a tough one. This is really, really tough because I could think of multiple coasters that really kind of did that. But if I had to say one, I'm going Millennium Force because 
it was the biggest and baddest thing. And you, you know, once you ride that, you can ride anything. Um, at least back in that's my, that was my train of thought back in 2000. Uh, but it really just made me, it, it really made me interested in manufacturers in the different track type. And I started to realize like, Hey, this is like a box shape. And then you have like these steel rails that are like B and M and whatever. So yeah, I think millennium force did that to me. I can't pick one answer. So if you want a second answer, go for it. <laughs> I have uh, at least. Yeah. And then to really put the icing on the cake for an enthusiast, it was Maverick. I love Maverick. So, yeah, I really, I think I have to address all three of mine. Um, first one being Super Duper Looper. It was my first um, looping coaster. So, that kind of, like, started all of it. Um, then, heading over to Great Adventure, which, like, was my home park growing up, like where I always went, um, Bizarro. Like Bizarro was my favorite ride. And I know that's like a very hot take. People really love to judge me for that. Um, but Bizarro has always been one of my favorite coasters. Um, and then I kind of like, as, as some people know, like I kind of got out of coasters. I didn't go to theme parks. I did Disney a lot, um, but I didn't do roller coasters as much. I went through about four years of not going to Great Adventure um, and not riding like major roller coasters. Um, but then really um, Velocicoaster is what like really I don't want to say brought me back into it because I definitely was into it. Like I knew a lot of like coaster manufacturing stuff and like all of that like block zones and blah, blah, blah. Like I, I knew all of that stuff, but Velocicoaster is what really like re-sparked my passion to like actually physically go ride coasters. Yeah. Um, not just learn about the manufacturers, learn about the things that parks are doing. Um, it sparked my desire to want to ride. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I, if I had to throw a third one in there, give me Vortex at King's Island because that was my first looper as well and RIP. So <laughs> that's why I'm so sorry. I definitely just started laughing. That was such a sweet, like it's such a sweet thing to say. And I'm sitting here laughing because that's just gone. Yeah. It went bye-bye. And not I don't I I hadn't ridden it for years because it was terrible. So it was deserved to be removed. Yeah. I I get it though because i mean not the same for super duper leaper i will again i will fist fight anyone who ever does anything i that is another one i will chain myself to the friggin ride if they ever say they're demolishing it yeah but definitely the love for your first coaster yeah it's there all right so we have our last question here coming from adam uh, and this is probably going to be a definitely heavy on you answering this one. Um, if you've if you've never been to Disney World before and only have one day there and no kids to watch, how would you spend it if you uh, if you've already been to the Anaheim parks? So this one's like a pretty good one. Um, 
it's a pretty good one, but the answer fully depends on what you want to do. Um, if you like snacking and you like drinking, um, the answer is Epcot 100% because you don't have anything like you don't have that over in California. Um, even if you don't drink, like if, if snacking is a priority to you, snacking in all the different countries, they also have Guardians of the Galaxy, which is one of my favorite attractions. Like I think it's my only family coaster in my top 10. Um, it's beautiful. There's like a lot of little rides. There was a lot of really good performances. Um, you're not going to get like coasters, like anything crazy, but a lot of really good experiences you don't get in the California parks. Um, if you like nature, animal kingdom, that's my favorite park. Um, but I probably wouldn't spend a whole entire day there. If you like to compare coasters and compare attractions, then Magic Kingdom, like this is fully dependent on like who you are as a person and what, like what you want to experience. Do you want to experience similar, but not the same attractions? Um, and then we also, of course, like there's a, there's a use case for all of them. Um, there's a use case for all of them. All four of the parks are fantastic. I definitely recommend a park hopper um, if you're going to be there all day. Like rope drop in the morning, stay there all day, get a park hopper. Or if you're doing multiple days, even better. Um, and also, it's not like California in the sense that you can get everything done in a day. You're never, you can spend two weeks at Disney World and never get anything done. There's still to this day things that, I have never done at Disney World. And I have been to Disney World way more than any person ever should. Um, so going into it with a, the mindset of like, I'm not going to do everything I want to do, but still enjoy the time, like that's a definite must. But yeah, um, if you do plan another trip, feel free to reach out and I'm happy to talk about it a little more. But um, it's just so dependent on your personality and what you like. Sounds fun. It's it's a lot. It's not like your standard theme park. <laughs> no, I mean, when I went to Magic Kingdom, it was definitely more for the kids. And, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we did the coasters, but, um, yeah, I, I was, it was, it's not you, – you can't go to Disney expecting a coaster park. So two different worlds. Yeah, I remember my first time I went to Disney in high school, I came home and my parents like asked how it was. And like I went with school, my parents asked how it was. And I was like talking about how like things I liked. But then I was like, I don't understand. Like, I was like, there was like one roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom thought it was so funny. My mom was like, Disney isn't like a roller coaster type park. And I was like, but why would you have a park without a bunch of roller coasters? Like, I was so confused. I was like, I don't understand why there were no roller coasters at this park. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, just a reminder. Uh, we have the events coming up in uh, that. Well, Thursday, if anybody's going to be there, you're going to hear this. So yeah, tomorrow, we'll see you tomorrow if you're going to be there. Uh, at Hershey Park for Media Day for Wildcast Revenge. Uh, then we have July, our meetup, and then the Coaster Crew event. And then, was it September? We have September the for Buzz Bars. Buzz Bars. And yeah, so, I mean, we'll we'll keep, we'll bring this up every so often uh, to plug those because they are our friends and that's what friends do. And yeah, 
Um, Ahsoka, hello. Say hi to the birds. No. Key bark. Bark. No. Sorry, nope. guys. <laughs> Ahsoka's here. She says hi very quietly. You might hear her yep. lick her little chops. <laughs> Are your chops licked? <laughs> Well, uh, folks, that is going to end it for the episode this week. Uh, we'll see you after we ride Wildcats Revenge. Yes, LFG. LFG. We'll see you guys. This has been the Theme Park Stand Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.